Behind the Beats with just Bowen and Bowie J. G'day, g'day. It is Bowie Jane with Jess Bowen on Babes Behind the Beats and we have a very exciting guest today. It is round two for Tessa Violet. We are so excited to have you back on the show. It's Tessa Violet, the comeback. Welcome (laughs) me back. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Oh my God, Tessa. Love you. I'm so happy that you're here. I mean, you've been doing so much since we've last talked to you, but I just want to highlight like a few amazing things because you are such a badass and you have surpassed a hundred million streams on your song crush uh yo last time that we talked yeah Incredible. i honestly forgot sorry i was like i'm like i wonder what she's gonna say and i'm like oh yeah that is big <laughs> yeah not a hundred thousand a hundred million a hundred million oh streams tessa that is massive huge absolutely huge uh but that is just one thing that we'll we'll talk about uh soon the other things that you've done i mean you you know released your single games with lovely the band as a feature on it you made this amazing music video with them uh which i was so lucky to be a part of i was on team tessa uh and it was you know a twilight themed music video that you know everyone loves and again is in the millions of views on youtube uh you have an upcoming headline show at the roxy that uh is called one night in paradise that i get to play with you so i'm excited and uh i mean you've just been you know doing so many amazing things and of course always connecting with your fans in in such a wonderful way on using you know social media twitch twitter all those things so uh, yeah, you're just amazing, and we want to talk to you about everything you've been up to. And, but just highlight, and this is all the things. last, all the last twelve months. Yeah, which is yeah. crazy. Yo, it's funny when before to everyone listening before we started, um, Jess was like, "We're just going to highlight what you've been up to the last little while." And part of me was like, "What have I been up to? I don't, <laughs> I don't even know." But then we say all those things, I'm like, "Oh yeah, I have done a lot of things this year." I had to I remind you, quarantine. Yeah. yeah, and then you also, I don't know, I don't think I even mentioned the bad ideas experience. I mean, Yo, the virtual, yeah. you know, the perform the the concert that that we did together. It's it's incredible. So you've done so much. Yeah, you're right. Thank <laughs> you, <laughs> Tessa. Let's take it back. When quarantine, we were in lockdown. I think when we first spoke to you, it was the start of lockdown. So, since what did you decide? What was your approach with quarantine? Or did you know? Obviously, gigs were being cancelled and all that kind of thing. What were you thinking? Shit, what am I going to do? Um, you know, at the top of quarantine, I had a real clarity. I think that I'm, I'm a good person. Okay, guys, I'm a good person to have an emergency because when other people are panicking, I go the other direction and I'm very clear headed, clear thoughts. So, um, from the top, it's like, oh, I remember that. So we were supposed to go on tour with Lovely and that tour was postponed two months. And I was like, oh my, two months. I'm like, I don't think we have the same idea of how this year is about to go. You know, (laughs) I was like, there's no way we're going to be touring in two months. That's nuts. Um, But yeah, I just felt like uh, I want to do this live stream thing. That was real clear to me. And just also, I don't know. It just felt like it was going to be what it was going to be. And I could feel really sad about it or I could just accept it and make my own path. Yeah. And you did an amazing job at, at just taking advantage of that time. I mean, I feel like you really connected in like, with your fans and like you said you you were like the busiest you've ever been because you used that time to your advantage and you've been I remember hitting you up sometimes to 
to see if we could, I don't know, meet up or whatever. You'd be like, oh man, I'm just so busy this day or this day. Like you were just on top of it, busy all the time. <laughs> yeah, I was slamming. Everyone was like, how much did you write? And I'm like, I was just busy all year. I'm finally writing now. I think that's why I feel like things have like slowed down, quote unquote, is that I've spent the last like um, month just kind of chilling and writing. So I'm like, oh yeah. Right, which doesn't feel like you're doing much at the time, but I mean, you are. You're literally writing. You're writing so for like a new album right now, right? <laughs> yeah, Vivi. We love to see it. So excited about that. And then, um, so so let's talk about, I, I, wanted, I do want to take it back a little bit again to uh, the Bad Ideas experience that you were just talking about, how you already had a vision of you knew you wanted to do that. Like, when did you, how did this all come about? Like, when did the vision come to you? Did you, like, if anyone watched it, anyone who's listening who has watched it, you can see that it's like such a huge production. So how did you... How did you come up with all of that? And just to interrupt there, um, for those who don't know what it was, it was a live stream, is that right, on on Instagram? Or was it you had to buy tickets? You had to buy tickets. It was on Moment House. Uh-huh. There you go. Um, so it's a live, like a live concert-y kind of music video experience. Anyway, now you can talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, it was a popular thing that people were doing through the pandemic, and I wanted to do one too. You know, we didn't get to actually – tour bad ideas that album right and you want to have some sort of show-like experience and I guess I just felt like to try how would I put it I felt like medium is so much a part of the art like um that's why Cats works on Broadway but doesn't work as a movie is that <laughs> part of the reason the show works so much is that it is so ridiculous and you're as a group deciding to suspend your disbelief together and let people dressed as cats sing to you. But as a movie, they, you know, they try to ignore this medium format and it's just like, what is happening? Why am I watching hyper-realistic cats? It doesn't make sense. So I think for the live stream, that was part of my thought is that I'm like, I just, I, I, it doesn't feel right to just play a show for a camera because part of part of that is the energy of being there in person and co-creating this experience with an audience. And instead, it felt like it would be more um, speaking to the medium of a live stream to do it more like every song is its own thing, a little bit feeling a little bit more like a music video. So yeah, that was my <laughs> vision for it. <laughs> so what was the setup for those who didn't see it? I saw some of the footage. It was absolutely amazing. So you, you went to a lot of trouble. You had someone obviously with the lighting and the whole staging. It looked pretty impressive. Yeah, we had three different stages. Um, two of them were white sykes. One had a rotating floor, which we utilized in two of the songs, I think. And then um, we had like a bedroom set that we moved through the psych. And then our third set was this black lighting room that was more of a stage experience um, to kind of give a little bit of an elevation to the arc. I will, cool. I will be completely honest. It was the most like amazing production that I've ever been a part of. Like ah! it really was because I walked into set and there, like you said, there was three different like stages for all the different songs. And we were there filming for what, like two or three days for this. And um, it was just so extensive and it was cooler than any music video I've even done or been a part of. Oh. Like it was just, it was crazy. That moving stage, we were literally on a stage that, that you, me and Dante were playing around each other, but the stage would circle. And you would be like walking on it. But of course, me and Dante are staying in place, but it was still just this moving, right? Like in a circular motion. 
And yeah. I think that's like one of my favorite parts of that whole thing was was playing on that. Yeah, that was my favorite part too. I want I I want to upload a few of them to YouTube because they're just so cool. I feel like it's a shame they only got to be seen once. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's great for you to like that's great content to have too, you know, talking about, you know, what you put into this and how much effort it was. Like I think it's cool to to just have this forever now to use as as a content piece, right? Yeah. You've also been doing Twitch quite often, haven't you? Because I'm yes. just getting onto Twitch. Like I bought all the gear. <laughs> Ooh, what and, are you gonna um, do? Are you gonna game or are you gonna what are you gonna stream? I'm DJing. Awesome. Yeah. And um I bought the green screen because I decided if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it properly. So Yeah. Um, yeah, it's full on. Tessa, you're using Twitch to connect with your fans with, uh, at least the one that I did with you. We did like a, a streaming game. We we gamed uh, Among Us. Is that the game we played? Yes, we played Among Us. Um, and lately I've kind of pivoted and now I do um, more talking, more advice-based stuff, and then music at the end of the night. Um, and that's been really fun. I feel like I, you know, I've been kind of dabbling in it all year and only just this summer, I'm kind of feel like I'm really finding my legs with it. And that's how long it takes, dude. It takes forever to get good at something. And I just, I still don't say that I'm necessarily good at it, but I'm getting there. <laughs> and do you find that, that it's better than YouTube or, or Instagram live, or it's just different? I would say it's comparable to YouTube in many ways, except for that um, anyone who's on Twitch is already there to watch live-based content. You know, people on YouTube are there to watch YouTube videos. Yeah. So you kind of, it's a something you're not expecting. I would definitely, if someone was like, which platform should I use? I would say Twitch, absolutely. Um, and Instagram Live to me is just something totally different. Uh, I think Instagram Live is kind of boring. Uh, yeah. yeah, I know. It's hard to explain, isn't it? Because technically it should be the same thing, but Twitch feels more intimate. Yeah. I think it's because on Twitch, you can pull that up and then be doing something else like while you listen to people hang out. It's like something you can have on for like company, but Instagram, because of the platform, you have to have it up and it's the only thing you're looking at. That's and true. It's just not super engaging. Yeah. I'm not really a fan of live on Instagram, though I do do it occasionally. Yeah, I you agree are with so that. Right. Yeah, Instagram lives, and and I've done a few of them too. That I just feel like, yeah, how do you make it interesting? And a lot of times, it's like you're just talking to the camera, and like, yeah, people have to be just looking at you talking the whole time. I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of it either, but um, the Twitch stuff does seem like people engage more with it, and yeah, and I, I, guess that's what I think you're for. right. Being able to leave the screen open and you can have multiple screens open, and that's still running. I've found that's been pretty good myself when I'm listening to a DJ set or something. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, Tessa, I I also want to talk about. Uh, sorry, I'm jumping all over the place here, but uh, we I really want to talk about games, the music video. Uh, concept yes. because you brilliantly came up with the idea to have this video be twilight themed and and I, I mean I just want you to tell people like what your mindset was and how like when the moment was that it hit you that this is like what you wanted to do for the video and tell us about mm. it yeah um it was December before last 2020 I guess and there was a lot of like viral Twilight content on TikTok. So it was sort of in the sphere of people's thoughts and my thoughts, definitely. And we were really struggling to come up with a concept for this music video. You know, the song is kind of slow tempo, um, very serious. Um, and we had a few serious like pitches of like, what about this? What about this? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it should be something 
funny to to contrast how serious it is and yeah it's just an idea and I was like oh my god that would be so weird and I was like I had to pitch it you know to my management and I was like I don't know if they're gonna like this they might think it's stupid I'm like what if we were like all the actors in Twilight and then uh, Lovely is the bad guys. And they loved it. So yeah. like, yes. It was it was literally such a good idea. And then you got a cameo from literally the guy that was in Twilight. Yes. We had Peter, which was so insane, so funny. He did so good. Um, and yeah, that was really fun. He was really excited about it too, which was fun. Yeah. Yeah. That was so a, it, it was a great video. All my friends that watched it were like, what? Like, this is amazing. How has no one done this before? And I was like, Tessa's brilliant. <laughs> Tessa is brilliant. <laughs> yeah. I've seen a gif of Jess with a baseball bat. <laughs> I had oh to learn God. that baseball bat trick because you were like, uh, you and Sydney, your manager, Sydney, um, were telling me that I was playing like that. W- what was the character? I think I was playing Jasper. Jasper. And so I had to learn these bat tricks that Jasper oh. did in the movie. And so you guys were like, can you just practice like twirling the bat, which is very hard to do in L.A. when you live in an apartment, because if I drop the bat, the neighbors below me are going to hate me. So I didn't necessarily practice it until like the morning that I got there. And thank wow. God, because I play drums and do like kind of like stick tricks that it felt a little easier because I was like you know if I just imagine that this is like a drumstick that I'm I I do these kind of like tricks with it doesn't it doesn't seem that different so I was able to kind of I was able to manage to do that (laughs) yo that's amazing I'm so impressed (laughs) yeah when I saw it we'll post this on our Instagram actually but when I saw it I was like damn was she a baseball player as well (laughs) no yeah like I I mean I played maybe t-ball when I was like I don't know so young but um but yeah I just I just took my drumming skills and tried to incorporate that into the into this baseball music video (laughs) yeah sydney was the only one of all of us who'd ever like played baseball in any sort of like official way and she was like yeah she's like so those moments she's like you do hold the bat insane and i'm like i would have changed it if anyone had told me i don't know dude i don't play baseball i'm just a vamp yeah yeah you don't have to be a pro playing baseball you were just the badass vamp so it's all good it's a great track actually games and we've done a remix of it so that will be coming out at some point <gasps> oh my god i can't wait to see it it's like though and those uh those backing vocals are awesome the choir the, like the, the choir yeah oh, thank you so that's cool. a real choir that I, I was not there on that day because at tell. that point i already lived in la but seth tracked those with three real women who i do not know the names of but are amazing singers yeah yeah so good so good i love that i love it so much can i ask a question Uh, Of course. All right. um, If you've already talked about this a bunch, sorry, but I want to know what it feels like, Jess, to release a song after so much time. Wow. Yeah. I mean, so Bowie and I kind of talked about this because I I was a guest on my own show. I was, uh, yeah, did this, what was this, a couple weeks ago now. But uh, yeah, we talked about this a little bit. It It is surreal to be doing it again because... It has been five years since our band released any music. And, you know, although we were going on a hiatus, I don't think any of us really thought we would be getting back together with all the paths that we'd all been going on, going down. I think we just assumed that hiatus would have been like a forever thing. And this so, is Jess's band, The Somerset. So they took yeah. a hiatus for, for those who might not know. Yeah. And it's like, 
it's crazy. It's, it's, it's amazing. And I, I honestly, I'm like the type of person who I think I downplay a lot of things or like, I'm a little bit more, I lean sometimes pessimistic maybe, or like sometimes at least people tell me that I always lean pessimistic. So I was like, yeah, you know, well, I guess we'll come back and like, we'll release a song, but like, who knows people like maybe they'll like it or like, they won't care at all. We've been gone for so long. Like I was like, people just like might not give a shit. Um, and you know, on the contrary, it seems like people do give a shit and people were really excited that we came back and that, you know, seems like people are loving the song and, and, you know, I'm really happy to see like, even the streaming numbers are just showing me that people care, you know? Oh, yes. What a good feeling. What does it feel like? It feels, I, oh my God, like butterflies. I, <gasps> it really does. Like, that's the only way I can, that's I can good. put it into perspective is every time that I've like, rechecked like my my social media to see what people are saying it's like I just get butterflies every time I see people's comments and like like the positive it's just so it's just I haven't you know seen it in so long or dealt with it in so long that it's like when it I don't know it's so hard to explain but butterflies is the only way I could put it I guess you know I'm just so happy great way to put it yeah happy that's great I love to hear that yeah Um, it's it's great I love it I feel like not everyone is able to let in the emotion of what it feels like to have a success. Am I talking about myself? Maybe. (laughs) But yeah, that makes me feel really happy to hear that you are feeling happy. What a great thing. It's beautiful. Thank you. And then, and then Tessa, we, we are sharing, we get to play show together. Yeah. The Somerset and Tessa Violet, right? Yes. Yes. Yes, Which is, Awesome. We're going to be doing 8123 Festival together. Obviously, like playing with you and Somerset, it's just like, it's crazy. It's going to be so fun. It's just going to be a whole great weekend because Tessa, it's your first time doing the 8123 Festival, right? Yeah. Okay. It's incredible um it my band has played it before because we played it in 2017 which was actually our band's last show we ever played (gasps) what yeah so it's very yeah like full circle it was the last show that our band played was 8123 festival and it's going to be the first show that we play back together um but it's amazing because it's obviously it's our hometown of phoenix and and the main and our band the somerset were from phoenix we're phoenix based bands and and they have created this whole weekend full of just like events and fun. And it's not even just like, oh, you're going to a festival concert. It's like a weekend of all these events that they put on and parties and um, wow. just fun things. Yeah. I booked my accommodation. I'm ready and raring to go. <laughs> <laughs> Bowie, Bowie is already coming. She, she has already, the second that I found out that we were doing it, she had, uh, she had booked like, like before is... anyone else had even known about it I was yeah that's that's typical Bowie Bowie's always ahead of the game <laughs> that's amazing. Oh um, but Tessa I'm gonna see you before then on stage uh, at the Roxy on the yeah. 25th of October oh my god I'm so excited we're gonna play new songs is that your first gig back or if you, no you did one in Denver or something didn't you yeah so we we played a radio show this will be my first headline back so it definitely feels different it feels different um bigger and different than the shows we did play which were really fun but it's a different experience to be um one in a lineup of many versus being like come to my show yeah um, and Jess is playing that too so yeah as the drummer yeah <laughs> as, as the backup dancer Jess uh, is selling merch <laughs> what's she doing on this one <laughs> Uh, and so, so it's called One Night in Paradise. And uh, and can you just tell us a little bit, like, what people can expect? I don't know. Are you able to give like 
Yeah. I mean, in teasers. Sure. I mean, in some ways, it's TBD. It's still coming together for me. Um, Yeah. You know, when you book a show, you don't necessarily know all the ins and outs of it going into it for people listening. Um, But I wanted to call it One Night in Paradise because I just felt like it would be paradise to be playing a show again and to be at a show. That sounds like paradise to me. So thought that was really fun it is october 25th so you know it's like six days before halloween so part of me is like okay do i do we do it kind of spooky theme should we ask people to come in costume or i'm thinking about asking people to dress in black i just um went through all the merch ideas this morning and i've picked like an entirely black line for the show that's kind of spooky and i'm like that's fun yeah um what i do know for sure is that i'm plan to play three new songs maybe more and i might um i have like a fan phone number that you can text me at and i might at the show have flyers around that are like i want your opinion on my new songs text me and ask people for um things that'll be like on a scale of one to ten how would much would you say this song made you feel um to just get a feeling from what should be the first lead single, you know? Yeah, I love awesome. that. So three three new songs, which I guess, I mean, I obviously have to learn three new songs then. That's what I just <laughs> You're like, right wait, now. what? Okay. <laughs> three new songs. Oh, my God. I'm like, Tessa, you're asking too much of me. Jeez, no. <laughs> three new songs. No, I'm I'm so stoked for this. Wait, is it is it is Kitchen Song one of them or no? Oh, fuck. I forgot about Kitchen Song. Okay, so I guess it's four. Oh, my God. You know what's well, different about this album cycle versus the other ones? Um, every other project I've written so far, I, like, wrote over the course of six months, I would say. So it's always a very, like, tight snapshot of what my life was at that moment. But this project, I feel like I've been writing slowly over the course of four years. So mm. there's such a wide berth in how I'm feeling. It's like, I, I'm falling in love. I'm in love. I found the love of my life. Oh, I got my heart fucking smashed into a billion <laughs> pieces. I'm despondent. Oh, maybe I love myself and there is a purpose. You know, it's just like, it's such an arc and yeah i think sometimes it makes me forget about songs so i'm like oh right kitchen song because for me i'm like oh, i wrote that like three years ago you know but it is new yeah. it's not even out yet yeah yeah i remember when you showed me this song and it was yeah a little while ago but then the first time we played it was for the bad ideas experience and then we played it you know live at the radio show that we the festival that we did in oh, colorado right. yeah and we played it after it, the middle by jimmy eat world which was yeah. a mistake because those tempo ch- i was like oh my god <laughs> kitchen song is so slow when you so come out slow. of the speed run that is yeah. uh the middle by jimmy eat world yeah no but it was great i mean the, the middle was was it obviously everyone loves that song and it went yeah. over really well that whole festival was great we had such a good time in colorado that was such an such amazing like time. first that was like the first show like real show back um since the the college show that we did in san diego right uh yeah yeah we played a show march 6th and then not and then again that until Colorado the summer. show oh my god oh this is something fun jess the night of our show october 25th is the two-year anniversary of bad ideas being released oh um, my what which also means that it's only off by like two days, two years to the date of the last time we did a headline. Oh, wow. oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Cause the last headline for that would have been the Europe, like yeah. in Russia, when yeah. we played in Moscow. Yeah. No. Wow. 
that's that's crazy you just blew my mind right now saying that because that that yeah that feels like forever ago now oh my god so long ago russia take me back yeah that's what i was gonna ask you do you have a tour planned for next year i can't i can't tell you Oh. Maybe. So maybe. you'll you'll release the album and then maybe think about something. Yeah, that's my hope. I mean, I I did something not um, normal last time, which is that I spent like three months on the road touring an album that wasn't out and then released it two days before the end of the show, like a lunatic. Um, <laughs> And for the next time, I would love to release the album first and then tour it, so people can know the songs on tour instead of not know half of my set. (laughs) This is another realization I had is that I used to think, you know, people would be like, what do you like doing more opening or headlining? And I'd be like, I honestly like them both. Like I can't even pick. And then I realized it's because all that time I was headlining, no one knew my songs. Just like when you open, no one knows your songs. So, (laughs) but then once I experienced the two headline shows we did where the album was out, I was like, oh, no feeling beats this feeling. This is the best feeling in the world. Yeah, where people know the songs. Yes, and are singing along and you're all excited together. Uh, well, Tessa, we are ready. We are ready at the end of this episode. It wow. went so fast. Thanks for having me. No, we like <laughs> I I want to talk to you so much longer. I mean, good thing I get to just hang out with you whenever. But uh <laughs> you know, thank you so much for for coming on here and just, you know, we wanted to catch up on this amazing last year that you've had since we last spoke to you, which is crazy that it was that long ago. But yeah. Um, yeah, thank you so much for being here. And obviously, we know that you're, you know, going to be playing on October 25th at the Roxy. So yes. tickets are still available. Is that- yes, they are. Perfect. So snatch them up. Snap everyone, them up. snatch those tickets up. And it will be with Addison Grace. Is that the opener? Yes. And I have one more opener, too, but I don't know if they're announced yet. So I, gotcha. I won't say it yet. But don't yes, say there's it yet. three acts. All three of us are amazing. Check out Addison and check out the TBD act that mm. actually I do know, but I don't know if I'm allowed to say yet. Okay. That is fair. <laughs> so we will... <laughs> We'll announce it when we can. Uh, But yeah, thank you again, Tessa, for being here. And uh, we will definitely chat to you soon. Awesome. I'll talk to you guys soon. Later, guys. 